Growing up, my parents instilled in me the idea that your house must be cleaned prior to vacation. The idea was that you needed to come back to a clean home. I also remember leaving for vacation as being a stressful time. My parents were running around everywhere, grabbing this bag and that bag, and oh, do we remember this? Did we forget that? And we were rarely leaving on the schedule that we had planned for. Now, as a working mom, I really empathize with this stress. Going on vacation requires making sure that clothes are clean, that pets and the home are taken care of. You have to pack for everyone, make sure that all reservations are in order. You have to get ahead at work so that you can actually walk away. And you have to make sure that you know what you need to do when you return so that you can hit the ground running. Vacation can be exhausting. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say I need a vacation to recover from my vacation, but y'all, it shouldn't be. And as working moms, you deserve a little bit of fun and a whole lot of rest. So what are some simple practices that you can put into place so that you can go on vacation and come back rested? That's today's episode. Let's do this. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals, playfully and lightly. Let's get started. Before I jump into all things vacationing, I want to invite you to go onto Facebook and join our new Facebook group for Plan Go Plan. It is a free community that is a place for you to get support, help that you need with goal setting or planning. On Mondays, I offer some prompts to help you think about your week ahead. And on Fridays, I offer some reflective prompts to help you consider how your week went. Were you spending your time in the way that you wanted to? So if you're looking for some journaling prompts, you're going to get it. If you have questions, that's a place that you can get on there and I will respond to them. Y'all, go to Facebook, check out the Plan Go Plan Facebook group. I'll also link it in the show notes. I'm excited to connect with you. Also, I just want to take a moment and tell you all thank you. Thank you for listening. I am so grateful and sometimes stunned that people are actually listening to this podcast. This is such a joy for me. It has been an amazing experience to get to organize all of my thoughts about all of the things and share them with you. It has been a joy. I've gotten to connect to quite a few listeners who have either reached out to me wanting to coach, wanting to get some advice on how to choose a planner And it is 
really lovely to get to connect. I'm feeling really grateful that you all are listening. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's talk about vacations. Let's talk about how do we travel well? How do we travel gently? How do we travel in a way that when we come back, we are rested? In my late 20s and early 30s, I traveled a lot. Most of this was related to work. I went to a lot of conferences. It was a way for me to network, get to know people in my field. My husband and I were also child-free at that time, and so we were able to travel a little bit here and there. We didn't have tons of money, so we had to learn how to travel cheaply. <laughs> and so, But I did travel a whole lot. In fact, there was an 18-month period there when I was on the job market where I flew 18 times in 18 months. <laughs> and during that time, I learned a lot in terms of how to travel easily, gently. I learned how to pack really efficiently. I learned what I needed, what I didn't need. I learned how to do it quickly and come back and just be able to be back to life again. So I want to take some of the things that I learned during that period of time and share those with you, but also some things that I've learned since having kids on how to make the traveling process simple and easy so that you can just enjoy your time together and that vacation can feel like a vacation. My family and I actually just got back. We went on a little vacation. We just spent a couple of days away. We went to an amusement park, which is my family's happy place, and went on roller coasters, and we swam, and my entire family and my husband's family joined us, and it was such a blast. I got to go on rides with my parents, which was lovely and something I hadn't probably done in years, like decades. So I highly recommend if you need a little bit of joy, if you need a little delight in your life, you know, go on a scrambler with your mom or down a roller coaster with your dad. It's, it's really fun. So I'm going to offer you some things that will help you before you travel and some things that you can do when you return. I do have one little tip for some, something that you can do while you're away that will make things a little bit easier. But my biggest tip for you before you travel is to figure out what grab-and-go bags you need. And by grab-and-go, what I mean is to have some bags that just stay packed and ready so that if you need to just grab them, you can. I'll tell you what some of our grab-and-go bags are and you can determine if those are things that work for you and your family in the way that you travel. So one thing that I really like to do is keep my toiletries ready to roll. So I have a cosmetic bag that has our shampoo, our conditioner, body wash, lotion, that sort of thing, all in a bag ready to grab and go. So keep some travel toiletries packed in a cosmetic bag, keep them in your linen closet or in what I'm going to call your travel zone. It makes things a lot easier to just be able to grab those and to check from time to time to make sure that everything's stocked up. 
I also really like to have some travel makeup ready to roll. That way I'm not having to go through my daily makeup, figure out what I need to bring, what I don't need to bring, what brushes I need, I don't need. I just have a bag with travel makeup in it and that is ready to roll. I started doing this when I was traveling a lot and it made things so much more simple. When you get back, you don't have to put all of that away. Having a separate set of makeup that's just ready to roll makes things so much easier. Now, when it comes to kids, I really recommend having a couple of different grab-and-go bags. We like to have a special travel backpack for each of our kids, and in them we put in some things to color, some different car games for the kids. We like to take our kids, you know, once during the summer we go to Dollar Tree and we say, all right, pick out a few things that are going to go in your travel backpack and they get to choose a few things and they don't get to play with them until we go on vacation and they, so they get really excited and it keeps them occupied while they're on a plane or, or in a car. And I do think that it's really helpful to have these travel backpacks ready to roll. And we have items in there that they only get when we're traveling so that they're excited about those things. What's really great is if you have younger kids, you might be in the habit of already having a grab and go bag to occupy your kids when you go to restaurants. I know when our kids were a lot smaller, we kept a little grab and go. So if we were going to go out to eat, we had some items in there to just keep them occupied. This travel backpack is really nice because if you know, oh, we're going to be heading somewhere and I need to keep my kids occupied, you can just grab the travel backpack. You can use it at restaurants if you really need to, but it's really nice to have these on hand and make it sort of special stuff so that when you go on vacation, when you're in the car for a while or you're on that airplane, the kids stay occupied. My most important grab and go bag is our swim bag. We swim a lot during the summer. We like to go to the pool frequently and for shorter periods of time. So it's not a day long event. It's just, Hey, dinner's over. We have nothing to do this evening. Let's go to the pool for an hour. And so what for us, what we do is we keep a swim bag that has their goggles in it, their floaties, if, if they need them. And then we have all of our towels in there and a swimsuit for each person. I also put sunscreen in that bag. So when I wash our towels, when I wash our swimsuits, they go right back into our swim bag. And what's so fantastic about this is not only can we grab this all summer long and things are ready to roll, but when it's time to go on a vacation or if you decide to do a really quick getaway and you know that your hotel is going to have a pool, I can just grab our swim bag and I know that everything's there. I don't have to worry about tracking down our swimsuits. I don't have to worry about finding the sunscreen or figuring out where the goggles are. Everything just stays in that bag. And for us, that bag just stays right outside in our garage so I can just grab it. But you might think about where you place that bag so it's ready to roll too. Now, if you're a family that does a lot of camping or you just like to bring some of the food with you, you might consider also having a grab and go food bag that has non-perishable food in it. So, you know, pretzel, different snacks that aren't going to go bad that you can just leave in the bag and you can grab when it's time to go. 
You want to make packing as simple as possible and having these ready to roll bags makes it so much easier, but it's also going to help you when you return from vacation. So before you travel, create your grab and go bags. It's going to take you a little bit of time the first time that you do it, but then after that, it's going to make things so much easier. Some other things that I find that really help before we travel is to actually pack as I'm doing that week's laundry. So whenever you do your laundry, before you travel, pack then. So rather than doing your laundry, putting everything away, and then pulling back out the things that you need when it's laundry time, it's also packing time. You also might eat with paper plates a day or two before traveling. I like to just do it the couple meals beforehand, That way I'm not accumulating too many dishes to have to worry about before we go. Leaving dirty dishes at home is nasty. You come back and everything stinks. So if you can reduce those dishes for a day before, it's really helpful and makes things a little bit easier right before you leave. The final thing that I do before I go is I create some general checklists and I actually laminate them, and then I keep them in my suitcases. And that way, if I need to just double check, okay, do I have a toothbrush? Do I have my curling iron? Do we have shampoo, right? I keep the checklist in my suitcase, and then I can just quick go through and double check each time. You can also make your kids a travel checklist And then you can put them in charge of packing or at least, depending on your kid's age, at least have them double check their own stuff. Giving family members some of their own chores is going to lighten the load for you, but also people are going to be so excited about traveling and going on vacation that these tasks are going to feel exciting for them. So consider having checklists for yourself. And again, I just store them right in my suitcase. And then consider giving family members their own checklist. Also having them do that each time they're going to get in a rhythm, they're going to get used to it and they're going to get better at it. Finally, I just want to say, if you forget something, there's usually places that you can buy things. (laughs) So I try to just chill out about this a little bit and go, you know what? If I forget my toothbrush, the hotel is probably going to have one. If I don't have underwear, I can probably find a Target or a Walmart. It's not like I'm going to have to go a week without underwear. (laughs) Y'all, you're going to be okay. Even if you forget something, it's going to be fine. So before you go, have your grab-and-go bags. Try to pack while you do laundry. Eat with paper plates. And have your checklists just to double-check things. So I do have one tip for you to consider while you are away. My one tip for while you are away is to consider having your house cleaned while you are gone. It took me so long to give myself permission to have someone clean my house. It felt like a luxury. It felt like something only rich people do and I'm not rich. It it seemed extravagant to hire someone to clean my house because it's something that I can do myself. Then 
My pelvis kept slipping out of place after I had kiddos, and it was really, really hard for me to especially clean my floors. A lot of the other stuff wasn't too bad, but for cleaning my floors was really, really hard on my back, and I had to break down, and I had to hire someone. And one, I realized that it wasn't as expensive as I thought, that reallocating some of our funds to this was worth it. And every time my house cleaner comes, it takes her about four hours and I bet it saves me eight hours. I'm not joking. Eight hours. Every time she comes, I think that I save, which is bonkers. You know how many things I can do with eight hours? With eight hours, I can read books. I can exercise. I can spend time with my kids. I can make this podcast. There's so many things I can do with that amount of time. So consider having someone clean your house while you're gone. That way you don't have to sweep and mop before you leave. You don't have to worry if there's some dishes that you haven't done. And it is so nice to come back to a clean house. So if that's possible, if that's financially a possibility for you, or if you just need someone to give you permission, give yourself permission to hire someone to clean while you are gone. Okay, so... When you return, one of my biggest pieces of advice is just take your suitcases directly to your laundry room and don't even sort clean and dirty. I feel like even if you have clothes that you didn't wear, there's something about vacationing. You get like vacation grime on them. I don't know. Save yourself the sorting time and just wash everything. I really like the podcast Lazy Genius. Kendra Adachi, who is the host of that podcast, is really quite lovely. She did an episode last year where she talked about going to a laundromat right after you return from vacation. And she makes the argument that you're kind of tired of your family. You've been in the car with them or on a plane or whatever for hours. You need some alone time. So go to the laundromat, throw all of your laundry in at once and get it done. And so I've actually never done this, but I think it's brilliant advice. And if this is something that speaks to you, I could see how nice it would be to just get all of that laundry done in the time of one load, get a little bit of alone time and come back and just sort that laundry, get it hung up and be done with it. So either take your suitcases directly to your laundry room or put a plan in place to head up to a laundromat as soon as you are home from vacation. My second piece of advice to make returning a little more simple is on your way home, order groceries. I use Instacart. I find it a really lovely service. I can time it so that they're delivered soon after we arrive. And then we have all of our food ready for the next week. I like to keep my meals super easy that week that we return to. So I have some of our staples that I usually get. So I don't have to do tons of planning to think about what it is that I need to order. I just order groceries. They're there when we get home or shortly thereafter. I can put them away and we're ready to roll. My third tip for returning is, if possible, plan to return early enough that you have at least a few hours to just relax and put things back into order. If you are financially able to, you might even consider taking an additional day off. 
to just vacation at home and put everything back into order. I do have just a couple of work tips. I have more, but what I would say is if there are a few things that you can do to make going back to work a little bit easier is one, try to work ahead before you leave. So two to four weeks prior to vacation, you might start trying to plan ahead, get a few things done so that when you go on vacation, you can really walk away from work. You don't have to think about it. You can really detach. Also, and this is an important one, before you leave for vacation, create a to-do list for you when you return. I think that one of the things that's really difficult sometimes is you've been on vacation, you're kind of out of sorts, and you return and that transition to remember where you left off can be really challenging. And so if you've already prepared and you've said, all right, Danielle, when you get back, here are the top three things that you're going to need to do. It's going to make it so much easier for you to adjust, remember where you're at and get the right things done. All right, to recap, I talked about some things that you can do before you travel, like grab and go bags and creating checklists that you and your family can use. While you're away, consider hiring a cleaner. Trust me on this. If you can afford it, it's so worth it. If you can't afford it, ask a friend to come over and you can do that for each other. There are ways that we can we can take care of each other, y'all. When you return, you might think about how are you going to do laundry How can you get groceries restocked and make sure that you just set aside a little bit of time so that you can put things back into order and make sure that you have a plan so that when you return to work, you know what you should be doing. I wish for you ease getting out that door. I wish for you the ability to leave the routine and the tasks and the to-do list of home and work behind, that you can just be present for your vacation. And I wish for you a wild and restful adventure. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all. So pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.